Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Well, let's start with one of the most shocking stories of the year. Uh, This is the one out of Toronto where eight girls have been charged with murder. Yeah, police say 18 girls have been charged with second-degree murder after a 59-year-old man was stabbed to death in downtown Toronto last weekend. Toronto police say emergency crews responded at around 12.17 a.m. on Sunday to an assault. Investigators say EMS staff were flagged down by a group of people. A man had been assaulted and stabbed by a group of teenage girls. He was taken to hospital with life-threatening injuries where he died. Three 13-year-old girls, three 14-year-old girls, and two 16-year-old girls have each been charged with second-degree murder. They can't be identified due to a provision in the Youth Criminal Justice Act. The girls appeared in court on Sunday and are scheduled to appear in court again on December 29th. They were remanded into custody. Police haven't identified the victim, who is from Toronto, as they are working to notify his next of kin. Investigators say the group of girls met each other on social media and came from different parts of the city. It's not clear how long they have known each other. Police say what's alleged to have happened is a swarming type behavior, but they wouldn't call the group a gang. As for the victim, he recently moved into the shelter system, but did have a, quote, very supportive family in the area. Well, booster shots are now available for younger kids in the region. Yeah, as of today, children aged 5 to 11 in our region can roll up their sleeves for a bivalent COVID-19 booster. The news follows last week's announcement by the province that it was expanding eligibility for the doses from Pfizer-BioNTech. The Middlesex London Health Unit says it has a supply of pediatric doses, and they'll be available at the Western Fair Mass Clinic, as well as through the mobile vaccination clinics in the area. Booster shots can only be given to those who have already completed their primary vaccine series. It's recommended boosters be given six months after a patient's latest vaccine dose. Those who have had COVID-19 should also wait six months since their infection before receiving a booster. You can find all the details on our website, 980cfpl.ca. The family of Abakar Kazbekov has spoken for the first time. Yeah, the family of Abakar Kazbekov is speaking out after the 18-year-old London Knights Centre died over the weekend after falling from an apartment building. In the time since, more than $15,000 has been raised for a GoFundMe campaign that looks to support the family as they grieve. In a statement to 980 CFPL, Kazbekov's family describes Abakar as a devoted son, a loving brother, and a friend to many. They also give thanks for the outpouring of support they've received in light of his death. The organizer of the GoFundMe says the money will also support an upcoming memorial and viewing to let the public pay their respects. They hope to provide more information in the coming days. You can find a link to the online fundraiser on our website, 980cfpl.ca. While we wait for the winter storm to arrive for us later this week, it's already a problem out west. Yeah, Mother Nature is wreaking havoc with airline schedules, prompting what the Vancouver Airport Authority calls an unprecedented suspension of flights. Vancouver International Airport is crowded with stranded travelers who are hoping to rebook flights just days before Christmas. WestJet Airlines says snowfall in southern BC this week and extreme cold in Alberta have caused over 460 flight cancellations over the past three days. The airline notes the wintry hit is also affecting its staff and service providers. 
Extreme cold warnings extend across Alberta, Saskatchewan, parts of Manitoba and Yukon. Environment Canada has warned of a significant winter storm that's set to hit much of Ontario, including our London area, and residents should consider altering travel plans through the holiday weekend as road conditions could become dangerous. The agency has issued special weather statements for all of southern Ontario and parts of the north, saying a multi-day snowfall event is forecast later this week. Environment Canada says while a high-impact winter storm is expected in the province, specific details on wind speeds, types of precipitation and amounts currently remain uncertain, and it's urging residents to keep checking their local forecasts. And finally, Ukraine's president will be in the U.S. today. Yeah, the president of Ukraine is planning to visit Washington today for his first known trip outside of the country since Russia began its invasion of its sovereign neighbor. Uh, Volodymyr Zelensky's highly sensitive trek comes after 10 months of the brutal war that has seen tens of thousands killed and wounded on both sides of the conflict, along with devastation for Ukrainian civilians. The visit is to include a meeting with U.S. President Joe Biden and an address to a joint session of Congress. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1846, Surgeon Robert Lister performed the first anesthetized operation in Europe when he he used ether before amputating a patient's leg. In 1894, Sir Mackenzie Bowell became a Prime Minister of Canada following the death of Sir John Thompson. In 1940, author F. Scott Fitzgerald died in Hollywood at the age of 44. In 1942, butter rationing began in Canada as a wartime measure. Gasoline had been rationed since April the 1st. In 1951, Canada's Department of National Health and Welfare began making old age security payments. In 1963, the Canadian Weather Service received its first automatic picture transmission from satellite. Today's satellites can provide updated information for specific areas over North America and nearby oceans every few minutes. In 1968, the Apollo 8 spacecraft began the first manned mission to orbit the moon. In 1978, police in Illinois arrested John Wayne Gacy, a 36-year-old convicted sex offender, and began unearthing the remains of 33 men and boys beneath his house. He was later convicted of the murders and was eventually executed. In 1984, two securities messengers in Montreal were robbed of $68.5 million. In 1999, the federal government filed a $1 billion lawsuit in U.S. federal court against R.J.R. McDonald, Canada's third largest tobacco company, alleging a conspiracy to smuggle cheap smokes into the country. In 2000, Al Gross, the Canadian-born inventor of the walkie-talkie and father of wireless communication, died in Arizona at the age of 82. On this day in 2009, New Jersey Devils goaltender Martin Brodeur set an NHL record with his 104th career shutout, moving him past Terry Sawchuk on the all-time list. Also gave another major milestone for a goaltending that was missing from his resume. And on this day in 2010, in the wee hours of the morning, many Canadians witnessed a rare winter solstice lunar eclipse. NASA said it last occurred 372 years ago. On this day in 2020, the Ontario government announced that the whole province would go into lockdown on Boxing Day over a rise in COVID-19 cases, meaning all non-essential businesses would have to close. And in 2021, Maggie McNeil from London won the gold medal in the women's 100-meter butterfly at the World Short Course Swimming Championships in Abu Dhabi. 
She did it in a Canadian record time of 55.04 seconds. Happy birthday to listener Miguel, who turns 57. You share a birthday with Jane Fonda, who turns 85. Samuel L. Jackson is 74. Kiefer Sutherland is 66. Ray Romano is 65. And Caitlin Dever is 26.